Hello folks, you're with Alexis Torres and again, I'm again with my friend Anthony Tejerina and we're going to talk about vegan, oh, vegan guys suing Burger King and the new Sony um, console called PlayStation 5 coming out in 2020. Um, and the first thing, we have this article from the BBC News. Of a, um, it's called, it's called, you want to go see the vegan, uh, vegan Sue's Burger King for cooking impossible Whopper on meat grill, which is about a guy that's suing Burger King because Burger King is cooking their food on the same grill they cook their meat, um, burgers. So... Uh, I just want to tell my friend, if 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 it's it right, what's for, right for the guy to sue um, Burger King for that? Is it right for him? Does he have a right to sue? Yeah, of course he has a right to sue Burger King. Anyone has a right to sue anyone as long as they have credible ed- evidence and whatnot. But do you think he's doing it just because? Uh, well, I don't know his motives. Does it does it mention anything about like why is he? Well, just saying that because it's not a hundred percent vegan, because uh, it's being contaminated with real meat. But and so that's what he's saying. But I think he's trying to just get money. Money? Yeah, just get trying to get money. Just trying to um, sue just to get money. So, um, do you think that's true? Uh, I mean, well, the tricky part is for me personally, like, like it's kind of, I understand, you know, as a customer, whenever you go out to buy something and then the product is advertised, oh, this is a hundred percent real uh beef or 100 percent vegan burger whatever whatever the case is and then you end up finding out that you're being misled then then on then you have a ground i guess to like sue them but you know you're gonna have to like come up with evidence you know because like you can't just just like waltz into the restaurant and then Go behind it. You jump the, jump over the counter and like look at the grill to see if vegan and, and natural and real meat burgers are being cooked on the same grill or not. It's because um well he's saying that he's saying that to heat the vegan food they should have a different grill or a microwave um that is not where they don't cook like the meat burgers and do you think um. Um, Burger King should do that. They should have like two different places to for the two different burgers to cook their food. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You know, whenever you're cooking different types of like for any restaurant, you're, whenever you're cooking different types of foods, like fish and I don't know beef or whatever, you don't want to use the same grill to cook fish. Oh, wait, how do you even cook fish? <laughs> that's that's a real question right there. But but the reason or my my stances to maybe not microwave the vegan burger because 
if that's if you're gonna just microwave a freaking burger at a restaurant, you know, you go to a restaurant, depending how like if it's like McDonald's or something, or for this case, Burger King versus like a fancy restaurant versus your home. At home, you know, you can just easily buy like a vegan patty, like a frozen vegan patty at Walmart or wherever you buy uh, frozen meats. And and you can do it that way. I mean, I don't want to go out to Burger King just for them to, <laughs> just for them just to put a patty in the microwave. Like, really? Who does that? But, you know, I kind of understand kind of of using a microwave, but that, and, and then being a fast food restaurant, but at the same time, you know, like, like really? Well, for me, I think um, uh, I think it's gonna be too expensive for Burger King to like place two grills. All right. On every single Burger King there is, and so if they're trying. They were Burger King is trying to do something good for the vegan people, but it, like this guy, the it's not. He's arguing about it, so. Um, so for that case, I think he, Burger King just should um, stop doing the vegan, the vegan Whopper. I don't know how so discontinue the vegans. The yeah, I think they should discontinue the Impossible Whopper. Huh, but oh, have you have you tried the Impossible Whopper? No. So hmm, I haven't tried it either. So I don't I don't know how good it is, but. Well, people say it's good, but as good as the Pie Pie's <laughs> chicken <laughs> chicken sandwich. I don't know about that, but <laughs> but people, are, well, the vegan people are saying that it is good, but like like this guy, they're not really having what's the word, being gratitude, like grateful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, grateful. They're not being grateful for what Burger King is do, trying to do for them. Hmm. Yeah, right. I suppose you know they're over here whining. And such, but you're saying you were, you were for the guy. No, I mean, well, kind if, of if for I'm, I'm him complaining about eating at a freaking fast food restaurant. First and foremost, you know, it's number one, it's a fast food restaurant. You gotta have some sort of expectations at eating it at such a place. But you know, if you're eating at like some fancy restaurant with vegan and and uh, and regular patties and whatnot. Then I can understand you maybe complaining it in at there because you're at a fast food restaurant, you're paying a whole bunch of money to eat expensive foods, and so you have a right. I mean, you have a right nonetheless for each restaurant, but more you're more so like credible, so, I should say. So you're saying that he shouldn't be complaining about it because he's buying this food for cheap. I mean, you can complain all you want, but like suing because of that complaint. Well, I mean, he he's suing because of because of the uh, what was it about how false advertising or something like that? Yeah, the that it's not a hundred percent vegan because it's being contaminated with with real meat. Mm. Well, me personally, like, like whenever I eat foods, like any type of food, I just eat. You know, I get what I get, get what I get, and don't throw a fit. You know that type of mentality. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know, you know, it's kind of tricky. <laughs> you know, you're making me rethink my, my position. So, it's going to be a complicated case for Burger King. Well, um, I don't know how complicated it will be for them because, you know, they can easily lower, lawyer up because, you know, they're like a big old company. 
that can easily take, or I don't know how easy, but they can hire a good, uh, you know, lawyer just to try the case against the, uh, the guy. The government. <laughs> the government. But, okay. Let's talk about the PlayStation 5. Yeah, the PlayStation 5. All right. So for you gamers out there that are listening to this wonderful podcast, <laughs> the, P- the PlayStation 5 is coming out in 2020. Now, uh, from my... Okay, we're going to use the um, our re- information from this website called T3.com. I don't know how credible they are personally because I normally use YouTube, but for the sake of the podcast, you know, I'd rather have something that's already pre-written. But anyways, we'll start off with the rumors. So, oh, it's... Alright, so... So the PlayStation 5 is rumored to be 400, 450 and about six eight $800. Which, that is like... Like, like, like this too expensive but I remember or do you remember what was the price of the like PlayStation 3 I think it came out like a, a like a five, 400 500 400 500 like the starting price then lowered well on the website it says um what, what does it says? it says that coming off the back of the console generation where they had beaten the competition with the incredible PlayStation 2 the Japanese console maker proceed to price the PlayStation 3 at $600. That's too much for a PlayStation 3. And think about it. Right now we're at the PlayStation 4. And we're already at the end of its life cycle. That's why the PlayStation 5 is already being released. Mm-hmm. But whenever you compare the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 3. You can tell like like massive like. Massive changes. Massive changes. Not, not only to the UI. Because when I mean UI the user interface. So whenever you boot up the. The uh, console and you put it on your TV, the different uh, icons and how everything is laid out is different from the PlayStation versus the how, and PlayStation how, Four. How fast it is! Oh, and that too. How the loading times as well. Yeah, and downloads and all that. Yeah, and think about that six hundred freaking dollars. But now, now, oh, let me do a quick Google search on how much the starting price for PS Four. The starting price was four hundred dollars. Is this lower than the PS Three? Yeah, for so basically day one launch for yeah. the PlayStation Three was six hundred, and day one launch for the PlayStation Four was four hundred, like the basic versions. Which is it? And Which... now supposedly it's going to be in the price range of four fifty to six hundred. I mean to eight hundred fifty. Or I mean eight hundred sixty. Yeah, that's that's like crazy. Crazy talk. Well, I think it is kind of crazy talk because we're not used to like the PlayStations being like that expensive. But I think the specs that it has kind of makes it makes it worth it. For me, it is. But what about you? Well, I mean, well, think about it. You have all the let me list all the console makers you have sony that develops the playstation series and then you have microsoft that play that develops the uh the xboxes 
yeah, the Xbox. And now you have Google that makes Google Stadia the, uh, oh, yeah. consoles, but that's a streaming device. And oh, no, I'll, I'll mention uh, Google Stadia at, at the end. Okay. And see how it's really, really, really bad. And then you have Nintendo, oh, yeah. which which releases. They, they make it look like it's good though. No, I mean the marketing. They put a whole bunch of marketing to make it look good. But okay, for Stadia, they 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 came out with ten games. On Stadia, games. and those ten games are marketed as on full price, like sixty dollars. Um, but the whole point of Stadia is for you to stream the games. So, so kind of like you compare it to Netflix. So you pay a subscription service okay. to stream mo- to stream movies on there and TV shows. But when you stream games and you mar- and you stream those games for sixty dollars, and they're old games, like 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 almost eight years old games. Yes. And what kind of nonsense does that make it? And then on top of that, so the the so the Stadia released like a few days or a week ago mm-hmm. from this recording. And um, people that pre-ordered Google Stadia have not, or most of them have not gotten their pre-order uh, identifications thingies and the actual console itself. But whenever people were actually buying it at day one. They got their orders first before the pre-orders. Huh. So, so first of all, Google, Google is 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 uh, starting its first you know console, the Google Stadia. So they really have like no idea how to how to do things. So you know that's it's, it's like it's like really. Yeah. And but. also they compared the games like one game on there is the Destiny Two. And that's on the PlayStation and on the Xbox, and they compare that while using the Chrome. But they say that Google Stadia, you don't need to download the games. Like, yeah, you yeah. stream it. It's yeah. already downloaded. Yeah, yeah, it's already downloaded. You're just streaming it, but you have to pay sixty dollars nonetheless to stream the thing. So, you, so not only you pay however much money for the actual console, you pay an extra sixty dollars just to stream the thing. And those games are already old games that you can buy on GameStop or on Amazon for like twenty or thirty dollars already. So you think that's not worth it? It's that not is, worth it. I, and right now, Google well, Stadia is going like the actual sales are, are way way below expectations. So you think it's not worth it that um, because in PlayStation you need to wait like for some of the games you need to wait like three hours just to download the game. So you don't think. It's worth yeah, but it's it worth it to download those three-hour devices and rather playing on a laggy freaking internet on a laggy streaming service. Because that's what I was trying to mention is that Destiny Two, while on the Stadia, is super super laggy than compared to on let's say the PC or the Xbox or the PlayStation Four. Oh, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and PC. So for those gamers, so that are pure gamers, um. For them, it's not worth it because then they're gonna be lagging, and it's not worth it to play on the on the Google Stadia. So, what what will make Google? What make what? This is there something good about Google Stadia? No, like just for watching movies or something. Or you no, it's a, it's a pure gaming console. Also, you cannot watch movies. No, it's just games or shows. No, just games, and and right now or. For Xbox, at least, their marketing strategy was television shows, and that's what they marketed it. And then, um, if you don't know, then the Xbox One sales, they kind of went down, and that's why PlayStation's been uh, tanking the market. Not tanking the market, but like they've been leading the market as far as 
console sales. Because the, what the Sony uh, marketing team did is they com- they focused on video games instead of like TV shows because your the console itself is meant to be played by gamers, not by by uh you know by like regular people just to watch movies. If you want to watch movies, then get cable or Netflix or something. So you and think- that's where the, at least Microsoft that's where they went wrong. Oh. So you think. <laughs> Oh, Sony is winning right now. Yeah, Sony is winning. The gaming... The, the, the gaming market. As far as console sales is concerned. Um, oh, but so we were comparing the PS4s to the old PS4s. To the PS5. Oh, no, the PS... The PlayStations, The PlayStation 5 <laughs> to the old PlayStations. So, I think the... For me, the... The money you're gonna need to pay, it is worth it because when you went from PS2 to PS3 to a PlayStation 3, like it was a little bit um more expensive the game because it had a lot of changes. So I think it's the same thing that is happening now. Like you come in, you come into a PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5 is gonna have a lot of changes. And for me, that's why I think it's worth it. Well, I don't think it's worth it because number one, if you're paying this much money just just to play just to play video games, then might as well build yourself a PC. Because if you want to run, if you if you want to play video games on the PC, it'll cost you like two two thousand dollars at least to run decently on the PlayStation. So I'm mean, on the PC, so I'd rather spend that money, that four hundred or six hundred dollars or whatever, on a on me building a computer and whatnot, and then actually buying a console because, like, what the heck? Computer can last forever, and you can always upgrade it rather than buying a freaking brick <laughs> to play with. Uh, what do you think about how it looks? Oh, how it looks? Yeah. Uh, can you uh, scroll down to. Because I don't really remember. Let me scroll down. Try that. So, the PlayStation, so the PlayStation, to give you a visual representation, it, if you look at it from the side, it's a rectangular uh, box that looks like a, it's a rectangle thing that slant, that has a 45 degree slant at the beginning and at the end of the thing. Mm -hmm. And the PlayStation Stadia, literally, as far as the the pictures that are shown, literally looks like a freaking... DVR thing like like a DVD player kind of so so to me at least it looks kind of kind of funny but it looks futuristic though it, it has lights on the surroundings like in the middle and it looks like a spaceship like a spaceship yeah like a brick <laughs> like a brick spaceship <laughs> like a brick spaceship from Star Wars but the thing that I don't like about the how if it looks like this, if it's gonna look like this, the PlayStation Five, I think uh, the I don't like the buttons in the front. Like it looks like a DVD or something from the old times. Or well, right here on the website, it shows. Uh, oh look, you can see the this one's different compared to this one. So from the uh, from the article title, if you want to look it up, it's called PS Five. Price officially addressed as Sony's Kori to- Toki Speaks. So 
this one and what was this article was called Sony PS5 leaks and rumors release date price and specs so if you want to look at the pictures and compare contrast them on your own time then then there you go so for the first uh, what uh, general article thing that I'm never looking at so on the top if you're looking at it forward so imagine like uh, like those old old telephone thingies with the wires on them you know because you can see how you put one and then so yeah, that's that's how the shape it is I can see it. and then in the middle uh, even though and there's a little like like a gap in between but it slowly goes up and flattens out but like what I see on this on the PlayStation 5 that it has like a lot on, of USB on the right USB um, connectors um, and that makes me think that there's gonna be games that you could connect like six controllers but but on the PlayStation there's already you already have wireless controllers but I, to charge six controllers oh oh speaking of which so I have a uh, a stand that charges my PS PlayStation 4 controllers so if the control the PlayStation 4 controllers stay the same which they apparently they don't according to this website we'll talk about it a little bit yep. but what that means is that the little stand that I have, I can completely get rid of it and have a whole bunch of what they show. One, two, wait. Oh, there's one, two, three, four. They show six USB ports. They're towards the right, bottom right, the thing. So I can have four or six USB wires and connect it to my. How many controllers do I have? Six. I literally have six controllers. No, I have seven. Where's my other one? <laughs> but. But for this, it means that you don't need a. Buy the yeah. Buy whatever I have. Buy the charging port thing. Thingy, thingy. <laughs> but oh, so now we're looking towards the middle part, and it looks like it has a has some LED lights that shows network input, system input, and then towards the the left ear of the telephone design, the eject button, the reset button, on standby button. Or, he, or light sensor thing. I'm not sure if those are buttons or not. But here you can see like the where you put the disc on. Oh yeah, and, and it's just a, like a little line. Yeah. So underneath all those things that I just mentioned, there's a little line that that has a little thing with it on it. And what is that? I don't know. And okay, so on the right side, if you're looking at it towards the right, there's a little is glass like a, where in, you put a key or something. No, because right here there's a little screen. Mm-hmm. So that that looks like a sensor of some sort. Oh, yeah. So you think it's gonna be like a next part, like a, like oh connect? like that get the connect. Yeah. You could be like playing dancing or something. <laughs> Just dance. Exercising. No, well, hopefully, if that that um, I don't know. I mean, look if you compare this that image to the second image. Oh look, that's a power button. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so for the second image, everything. From the bottom is is the same except for the wording, yeah. But on the top, there's a uh, there's some on the top left, there's a logo for the PlayStation Five, and then on the top right, there's some other logos. But where we're talking about the little clear sphere thing, there's a power button there. Yeah. But well, why why would a power button <laughs> why would a power button be in front of the USB ports, and not where all the other uh, buttons are where the standby, the reset, and the eject button. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that doesn't really I make sense. It makes more sense that it has a 
a USB sensor ports. and sense and sense a sensor because that will make the game more more um fun I think how you could get games that make help you exercise or just dance like the Xbox well, okay so for, for as long as as far as the Xbox um connecting they really really pushed hard for the connect thing to actually you know work or not work but like to to be the motivating factor to buy the place uh, the uh, Xbox one and the consumers did not like that and that's why that's one of the reasons why the uh, Xbox one sells and the Xbox 360 because the 360 I think had the connect part too mm -hmm. that's why those sales were, were not as good as a PlayStation because the PlayStation marketing side only focused on the actual game you know what games or you know just like games hey, instead but I, of I used to play on Just Dance though <laughs> no lie yeah, I used to play for a little bit. I was dancing with my cousins, with my mom. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want to go to the controller? The controllers? Um. Yeah. Let me see if this has. Okay. Um, oh, and here you can see that you could have the PlayStation standing or. Yeah, standing vertically. Or standing vertically or horizontally. Yeah. So. Oh, so you see how there's these rubber parts on the top. Yeah. So that means that you can either you can literally flip that to the other side. Yeah, you can literally flip it from the phone, the two uh the ear thingies that connects to your mouth into your ear. They can literally be facing up or facing down. But then if that's the case, then all the little symbols that are placed there will be upside down. You won't be able to read them. True. That's kind of funny. You want to pass to the controllers? Oh yeah, now? controllers, controllers. Okay. So for PlayStation controllers, it's been, if you've ever played on the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3, they have, and the PlayStation 1, I think, their controllers have been exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Up until the PlayStation 4 controllers, which included a touchpad in the middle of it. Which had, which had sound on it that came out. Oh yeah, and there's a, yeah, there's a little sound thingy in the middle of the controller. It, and it was kind of like a touchpad, but it didn't really... It works. I mean, it wasn't well, really. Nobody really used it. Well, for some games, like in, um, I think, one game that comes to mind is the, is War Thunder, but that only functions as a moving cursor for your. Okay, so to give you a little bit of context of what War Thunder is, War Thunder is a, tank airplanes, uh, tank airplane helicopter and, naval simulator for World War Two, so the touchpad was able to move your the tank turret. To move the airplane and to move the turrets for the boats and the gunner if it has a bottom gunner for the helicopter thing so so that that's mainly that's one utilization that the touchpad was able to be used but i think in, in um little planet three you're able to use it to move your cursor as well so the mo the mo the main operating thing for the uh touch pad is mainly to be used as a mouse type of thing but this time it looks like it's gonna have a touch screen on the middle no like like i mean yeah but like be more descriptive it's like literally like like a uh like a phone screen like touch 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 screen you know not like a touch pad a touch touch screen yeah yeah true that looks that looks it looks weird oh well, i think it looks more like an xbox controller because the the PlayStation controllers, um, it's the the handles. Yeah. It's rounded off, but 
from this design that we're looking at right now, it's round on the outside, on the exterior, but interior it kind of slopes down and then rounds itself. More like a Xbox controller, really. Well, they said that it's going to be more heavier. The, the controller is going to be more heavier because the, the battery is going to be... Uh, it's going to have more battery life. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But for me, the controller looks like a Wii... Like Wii U? A Wii What's U? It? Yeah, Wii U controller. It has like the touchpad and stuff. Oh, like like, like the Nintendo Touch Switch? Screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nintendo Switch. Like, I mean, there's a Wii U and a Nintendo Switch. What's well, one of them? A- anyways. <laughs> and, um... And, oh, and on the side of the little touch screen, there's these little lines. I'm not sure if those look like uh, like they're used for audio or, or what. They look kind of suspicious. Were you saying you were down in buying the PlayStation 5? Oh, yeah. So me personally, I'm I'm transition. I'm at a transition period of, of me being on the PC and me being on the PlayStation 5. So me personally, I would not... I would I would I would not buy the PlayStation 5 because uh because of that. And number 1, if it's going to be 800 or $400 to $800 at launch, then that's that's like way way expensive, you know, I can just pay my bills instead of buying that buying a brick. <laughs> but that's my thought. What do you think? Would you buy uh, the PlayStation 5? I've been PlayStation 5 my whole life. No, PlayStation for my whole, yeah, for my fan for my whole life. I had an Xbox, but I didn't. Really, I didn't use it. Just I just used it for um, Assassin's Creed. That's all. But I, uh, I think I will. But I am gonna buy it when it's coming. When it comes out next year. Wait, isn't there also like an Xbox that's coming out or no? Yeah, I think it is. It an Xbox is coming out, uh, twenty twenty also I think. But, but they they don't have had like a lot of information from it. Hmm. Well, well, as a quick tip, uh, usually one of the driving sales for the, for the consoles, at least, is the exclusivities of the games within those consoles. Like, for example, you got Halo for the Xbox, and traditionally you have... What do you have for PlayStation? Um, PlayStation... I don't remember. <laughs> you got FIFA now. <laughs> Isn't it Assassin's Creed? Well, no. PlayStation, no. Hold on, let me see. I'm looking at my games and... Oh, and Little Big Planet. That's one... The That Little Big Planet franchise was... It's not a driving factor for sales, but that's one of the exclusive games on the PlayStation that comes to mind. But... Oh, we... I, oh, also, for the PlayStation 4, it, like, whenever you turn it on and you're playing a video game, like, the, the, um... The motors to cool down the actual uh, CPUs and whatnot, it's super super loud. It's like literally a jet engine in your room. Yeah, true. So I wonder if and more like, are you having you playing Fortnite? Oh no! Well, <laughs> well for any game really, it, it starts to rev up. But I wonder for the PlayStation Five will have that problem because I know because I have the PlayStation Four Basic, you know, like the standard standard PlayStation Four, but they have like the PlayStation Pro. Mm-hmm. Which is like a better, more quieter, more slimmer console. So I wonder if the PlayStation Five is gonna be more quiet. More quiet, I guess, compared well, to the PlayStation Four. Because if that's the case, then then you know that's good. So, 
uh, hopefully, oh, I'm, I'm gonna buy. You say you're gonna buy. You prefer um, now using computers? Yeah, pretty much. But if you buy it, you know, then I'll, I'll buy it just to play with you. Okay. <laughs> so that, that's good. Um, this is going to be our the end of our podcast. Yes, it is the end. I hope you subscribe. No, don't or, subscribe. Or follow. Don't follow. <laughs> and comment. Don't, oh, yeah, comment how bad we are. Yeah, so that... And, but comment also what you want to hear and stuff. What else you want to hear from us. And, but this is our end of the podcast. Hopefully you like it. And till next time. Till next time, I'll see you.